Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's Word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted Word of God from the throne of grace with Pastor Philip Ransom Bello. Ephesians chapter 2, we're going to run 2, 4, 6, 5. 2, 4, 5, 6. But how many of you have read the book by Watchman Nee? It's called Sit, Walk, Stand. Go get the book. Um, sit, walk, stand. This is um, one of the most, um, one of the greatest gospel classics that he wrote. Sit, walk, stand, and it's um, um, the explanation of who the believer is from the perspective that Ephesians wrote it. So I'm going to do sit, walk, stand this this um, evening. Um, these are doing words. Right, that summarizes the book of Ephesians. And uh, let's begin with sit. You will see where the Bible says sit. You will see where the scripture talks about walking. You will see where the scripture talks about standing. So let's say it together. Sit. Walk. Stand. It sounded like it's just about five of you talking. Sit. Walk. And Stand. Alright, so we're going to do sit, walk, stand this evening. Praise God. Alright, so let's see um, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. Start with verse 5. Start with verse 5. So it says, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ... By grace you have been what? Saved. Let's say that together. I have been saved by grace. Okay? Then the next verse. And raised us up together and made us what? Sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Let's read this together. One to go. And raised us up together and made us sit together. In the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Who did he raise you up with? Hmm? When Jesus was taken up, he wasn't the only one who went up. Alright, so we went up together with him. So he raised us up together. So you were there on that day when you were, when he was lifted up. Amen. So it says, and raised us up together and made us what? Sit together. So you see the word sit there. Tell your neighbor you are sitting. Now it says, sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Let's move on. There are many other scriptures that talk about sitting, but because of our time, let's move on. Let's go into walk. Look at Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to what? To, to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. So you see the word there, walk. Walk. Let's look at verse 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer Walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. So you see the word there, walk. 
in the futility of their mind. Look at chapter 5. Chapter 5. Verse 1. It says, Therefore be imitators of God as their children. You know, this was the verse we took on Wednesday, right? Um, be followers of God. That's what we talked about on Wednesday. But, but I'm not going to go in the direction that we went on Wednesday. I'm going in quite a different direction today. Verse 2. And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us. An offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. So can you see the word walk there? Are we all together? And walk in love. How do you walk in love? We established this on Wednesday. That you walk in love not by reacting in love. You don't react in love. You walk in love. You don't react in love. You walk in love. And the basis for your walking in love is because of how you have been loved. Not how you will be loved. So I'm not going to respond in love based on how somebody loves me. I'm actually meant to respond in love based on how I have been loved. And one person has loved me. One person has loved you. Who is that? That's Christ. So Jesus has loved you and he has shown you the perfect example of what loving is. And therefore you are supposed to reciprocate that kind of love. So I don't love my brother based on what he does to me. I don't love somebody based on what he or she does to me. I love people based on what has been done to me. Alright? And that's the reason why you will love people who don't make sense. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why you love people who don't deserve to be loved. Because that's the way you were. You were actually loved when you didn't deserve to be loved. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, um, Christ died for us. So that's the scripture. So that's how we love. But you can see the word walk there. Let's look at verse 15. Verse 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. One of the words for walking is to keep in step. To keep in step. Somebody say keep in step. One of the translations describes walking as keeping in step. So to keep in step means to follow closely what somebody else is doing. So I'm walking and you're following after me. So you are keeping in step. You know all those songs we used to do, all those songs that amplify God and make God look so big and make you look so small. Can I give you an example of those songs? He got the whole world in his hands. He got the whole world. What's the picture you see? What's the picture you have? He's got the whole world in his hands. The whole world though. Inside here. So where are you? (laughs) The whole world is inside his hands. I'm not saying it's not true, yeah? But he's got the whole world in his hands. Then you, you are a minute, you are a tintiny. No one we said that when we were kids. You are a small portion in his whole hand. So it gives you the picture of a big God. And then you are a small something. But the Bible is now saying, um, be imitators, be followers, walk as he is walking. 
So how can you follow after somebody who is a very big God? Are you getting the point? Imagine a big giant or you're telling a small ant, keep in step with my own steps. Does it make sense? No. Because the ant cannot keep in step your own step. Praise God. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? The ant cannot keep in step the step of a human. He says, walk, follow closely. God is not a wicked father who will say, follow closely, when he knows one step is like your one billion steps. So he's trying to say to you that what I can do, you can also do. Does that make sense to you? So keep in step means, because if we're fellow heirs with him, if we're joined heirs with him, if we're united with him, then I can do what he can do. It's a common expectation. Praise God. It's a common expectation. So let's keep moving. Let's see the word stand. We may not have time to finish, but let's just see the word stand. This is very important because many times, um, if if you don't realize that um, you are as united as Christ is to God, with God, you will think there is something inferior about you when it comes to who Jesus is and who you are. There's no, there's no inferior spirit. There's no inferior born again spirit. Or there's no immature born again spirit. The moment you receive Christ, your spirit is as Christ is. Your mind is actually worked up and you are being built up to understand the capacity that you already are. So that's what we call the renewing of the mind. In fact, even your own human spirit is not an immature human spirit. Do you think your human spirit grew up with you? (laughs) It was you who grew up to meet your human spirit. That's why when you have babies, look, when you have children, when you have your kids, talk to your kids because those spirits, they are not immature spirits. As you are talking to your babies, they are hearing you. Do you understand it? Mm. They hear you. So, you are united with Christ. You are united with Him. The word stand, you see it in Ephesians chapter 1. I mean chapter 6 from verse 10. Where it says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to what? Stand. So, that's the word stand. So, we have sit, walk, stand. Let me explain what these things mean. When the Bible says sit, to sit is actually, follow this picture that I'm about to paint right now. To sit is your coronation. To sit is what we call your coronation. That's what it means to sit down. So when the Bible says that you have been raised together with him and you were made to sit together with him, it means you were coronated. This is the highest honor that God would give any human being. This is the highest honor in the universe. In fact, it's bigger than the universe. Let's say in the aeons. This is the highest honor that he gave the believer. That he said the believer should sit down. I hope you know in the Old Testament, no priest ever sat down. No, look at it now. If you read Hebrews chapter 1 verse 5, the writer of Hebrews was saying that to which of my angels did I say, sit 
at my right hand. So that angels are not on your level. So what he's saying to you is that when the Bible says that you are sitting, he's saying that you are cor- a crown was put on you. Have you watched movies where they coronate a boy, maybe the, the, bo- the boy's father was a king, and the moment the, the father is dead, they bring the boy um, um, through the process and they coronate him, and the moment they put that crown on that boy, levels change immediately. The people who even did the coronation process have to bow to him. Are you following what I'm saying? So, the coronation of the believer is what we call sitting. There is no, there is no angel. You need to know who angels are. It's not the picture that many of you are looking at. You know all those standing cute pictures that look like baby with small tiny feathers to say, you are my angel. It's not that thing, no. <laughs> That's not a- angels. Angels, angels are, it is, see, baturenchi, they don't know God. They don't know. All they know is instruction. Angels. For angels to bow before somebody, you must be greater than them. Are you following what I'm saying? So angels, they, they don't joke. It was one angel that killed over 400,000 people. Angel. One. One. One angel. So just one angel took care of. When Sodom and Gomorrah was misbe- they were they were the people of Sodom and Gomorrah misbehaving. <laughs> they were how many angels came? There were about three of them that came, and they were taking a flask of wrath and vengeance to Sodom and Gomorrah as they were passing. Okay, let me just put this side lesson to you. Let me put this side lesson to you. As they were passing, the Bible says that Abraham and his family saw the angels called, beckoned on the angels, entertained the angels. And the moment that happened, the angel prophesied that by this time next year, your wife Sarah is going to have a baby. And the woman started lying. I mean, she started laughing. And when the angel said, your wife laughed, Abraham went to meet the wife. Did you laugh? Sarah said, no, I didn't laugh. He went back to the angel of the Lord. My wife did not laugh. The angel said, your wife laughed. He went back to Sarah. Did you laugh? Say me, laugh. (laughs) I didn't laugh. But guess what? Those angels were taking a, a flask of anger. Was it not a good opportunity to smite Sarah? So I learned something from there to be able to compartmentalize your emotions that 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 you you may you, you may direct a feeling to something and it doesn't have to affect something else the moment if in fact as a matter of fact sarah probably won the argument either the angel said okay i agree you know love or it was a draw but as they took the flask to sodom and gomorrah like a flash in the pan, they finished that whole city. That's who we call Angel. Angel came to um, what's his name, um, um, Zachariah, and told Zachariah, "I am the one who is standing." Zachariah said, "No, me, son. <laughs> I don't know if what you are talking about. This thing will happen. That me, my wife, will have a son. Do you know how old my wife is, Elizabeth?" And the angel said, "I'm the one who is standing before God, 
and I'm telling you that you, your wife is going to have a son. You know what? For this thing that you have said now, your mouth is going to gum together. You won't be able to talk. That's who angels are. Angels don't have time for anybody. Angels. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. It's not the cute picture that you are painting. Angels. Don't play with angels. <laughs> but do you know it's because of people like you. When you say there is a mighty supply, they are running up and down. Why? Why? Why are angels running from here to there when you talk? See, they bow only to something greater than them. Angels. Baturenchi. We don't understand grammar. So what I'm telling you is that there was a coronation that you are not even aware of. It will take a teacher like me to tell you that you were crowned. See, when the Bible says that you are seated, when the Bible says that you are sitting down, You are not just sitting down. You are sitting down in a position. It was a coronation that happened to you. Something was put and the angels saw it. The Bible says, this day have I begotten you. He said, thou art my son. This day have I begotten you. Do you know he did that for you as well? He's not just talking about Jesus. He said, behold, what manner of love the father has given to us that we should be what? Called the sons of God. You don't understand this thing. You are not just forgiven. You were crowned. So, you know, when we were growing up, we were made to think that, you see, this thinking of smallness is really affecting us. But if you know that you have been coronated, and that's what your sitting down means. So, when when Ephesians is describing sit, walk, stand, you have to see the perspective of the interpretation of your life. There are some books in the Bible that carry weight. Ephesians is one of them. I hope you know you cannot compare all books together. There are some books that weigh more than other books in the Bible. I know that all scripture is given by inspiration. Isn't it not so? I know. But there are some books. You cannot compare books like Romans that is talking about doctrine and Philemon. In fact, that's the reason why it's short. You can't compare those two books together. Romans is talking about matter. (laughs) Philemon is talking about a a guy who slept with his father's wife, then forgiveness and all that. Do you understand? It's good now. But there is the issues of the doctrine of redemption. That's what Romans is talking about. So you can't compare books like, you can't even put the whole of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the five books that Moses wrote. You can't put them together and compare them with Ephesians. Genesis is talking about the beginning. Ephesians is talking about before the beginning. How can you join them together? It's not possible. So if you are reading the book of Ephesians, you are, you are seeing who you are before the foundation of the world. So if you are reading Ephesians, you will hear things like, for before the foundation of the world, he planned and predestined that you walk like this. That's Ephesians. So when Ephesians is saying, sit, It will take somebody, it will take revelation, it will take a teacher to tell you that you're sitting, this is what it means. Say with me, say I've been crowned. Shout it, shout it, shout it. All this smallness thinking makes you realize that it, it makes you feel that your whole life, okay, your entire life is based on your upbringing. You are more in touch with your nativity, your background, than 
What happened to you? This is the greatest honor. Don't expect anything bigger than this thing that we're talking about to happen to you. This crowning that we're talking about is the greatest thing that happened to you. You know, I was saying some time ago that when our parents were teaching us etiquette and our parents were teaching us all those things, you know, when they give you something, say no, thank you. You know, all those, you know, etiquettes that were taught, they were not really taught based on, let's teach them etiquettes. They are, they are taught based on the fact that we don't have much resources. So, your mind has been conditioned not to have expectations bigger than your boundaries. And because of that, you can't see something bigger. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? In fact, if you, if you, I don't know if I should say it, God forgive me, but whoever is listening to this message, know that there is a hope in this country. But hear me, do you know even the environment, Nigeria, our environment, it puts the mindset of smallness in you. When you travel out, that's when you see what I'm saying. Many of you have traveled out and you know what I'm talking about. See, even the size of the road here, <laughs> it, it makes you think small. The size of the road. The, just the size of the road. You know that thing they always say, cut your coat according to your size. You, do you understand? It, it gives you a limiting mind. Not knowing that you were crowned. You travel abroad and you, 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 the moment you get to the express, you see road. <laughs> and you are saying, yeah, all this one is for me, all this road. <laughs> and then you come here, we are still struggling to fix one lane. One lane. You, small thinking. But people who know that they are seated and they have been crowned, there is a way your mind will work. I'm going somewhere this night, oh. Kai, I'm going somewhere this night. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor, say, you are seated. Mm, You are seated, you are seated. Look, some of you think that promotion in your life is when you get a big job. How do I say this thing? Do you know the highest honor is the honor of serving the kingdom? Based on the fact that you are coming from the kingdom as a prince. The highest honor. Somebody gets into house of assembly and he thinks he's promoted. How can you compare a job as a senator? What, 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 is, what is being the president of Nigeria? Compared to the fact that you were you are crowned. You, I know I know this thing I'm saying now is like Pastor Phil, eh, let me have that one first. <laughs> it, it is your mind. You think it is promotion. I'm not about to be promoted. See, because where I'm coming from, you know what Jesus said? He said, Jesus said something. He said, If I call legions of soldiers to fight, you think all of you will be standing here? He said, My kingdom is not of this world. There were people who gathered in heaven. Trees, symbolically. It was the most worthless tree that came down to do human services. The other trees that had value would prefer to be in heaven. Why the most worthless tree, the one that has nothing to offer, is the one that came here so that he can serve humanity. You think serving humanity is promotion? There is something bigger than serving humanity, which is the kingdom. 
Seven humanity is part of it, but it's not the ultimate. Why do you think many people who serve human, humanity, when the Bible says that if I give all my, uh, um, um, my, my goods, I give all my wealth, I give all my riches, I give my body to be burned, I am nothing without love. What is that love? You were crowned. If you don't have this mentality, some of you will enter the government and steal. Because you think this is your opportunity. You say, oh, opportunity has come. You don't know that opportunity came. <laughs> don't let anything entice you that is, you know, how do I say this? You will get to places in life and those places will not bamboozle you. Because you are coming from a place where you know you were given the highest honor. It won't bamboozle you that you are made the manage, manager of Chevron, Nigeria. And so what? You cannot compare. In, you cannot bring together that role, that responsibility and your coronation that happened many times ago. If I told you that you are sitting down on something, you are sitting down on a throne with your father. He said he made us to sit together with him in heavenly places. It means that all the victory Jesus won, the battles he fought, and the victory he won, that qualified him to sit on that throne, he gave it to you free of charge, and you are sitting there with him. What does that make you? Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? See, let worth, let worth, let this thing enter your mind, that you have been given the highest honor. And guess what? It was not a private thing. It was a public display. Your coronation was public. It was public. It was public. Sitting. Tell your neighbor, say you are sitting. In heavenly places. Hallelujah. Let's move to walk. We don't have much time. Let's move to walk. We don't have much time. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 4. From verse 1. Alright. It says, I dear for the prisoner of the Lord Jesus beseech you that you walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. He said, you walk worthy of the calling. Say with me, say I will walk worthy of the calling. I can't hear you people of God. Say I will walk Hallelujah. Mm. This is important because we need to know that we're one body. You see, Jesus Christ, there is the person, the human, the individual man, Jesus Christ. But there is also the corporate Christ. Okay, The corporate Christ is Jesus as the head and we as the body. right? So that means it is one body. Let this revelation sink into your spirit. That if the body of Christ is actually one body, then it is one behavior. I know we are many parts in the body. We have many. There is the hand, there is the leg, there is the nose, there is the ear, there is the intestine. There is the, but see, it is one character. It is not two behaviors. Do you know that? The Bible says we are one body, we are one spirit. It is one father of us all. 
I cannot expect that I'm here. My fingernails are there. <laughs> That's a monster. So it is one body. Your fingernails are working to catch up with you. <laughs> you take up a step and your hand is, is coming. <laughs> no, no, no. Where the head is, the body is there. Do you understand it? So you need to understand that this thing we're talking about, the members of this one body, it is one hope of the entire body. One expectation of everybody in this body. It is one behavior. So when you are reading the stories of great men of God, you should be reading the stories of people who are like you. These are your family members. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because the way some of you are looking at it, you are saying it that this is a thing of, oh, there are great men that God is using out there. You, you are one of the junior boy of God in your own locality. No, 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 no. no. Look, see, if you are opening, have you read the book God's Generals before? You see that book of great exploits of Smith Wigglesworth, um, uh, John G. Lake, A.A. Allen, you see all those great men, somebody who will slap somebody and the person will come back to life. You hear all manner of amazing testimonies that are mind-blowing. Be looking at it like photo album of family members. See, do you understand what I'm saying? They say, you are one body. It's, It's family. This is family. Why do, why do, okay, why does science describe species in categories or in families? Because of similar properties. So when they say insects, there's a way insect, there's a type, there's a way insects are. You cannot find blood in insect. You cannot find um, sap in insect. There is something that they have. It's a common property to all insects. So when we say family, so, some of you don't even know your family members. Because the, you are saying, oh, this thing, oh, there are people who are in the forefront who are If you have this mindset, you are going to be waiting for this thing, the encounter to launch the obvious. You are, you are in this thing already. It is one body. It is one character. Family members. Paul said that I bow my knees to the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole earth is named. He says, I bow my knees to the Father, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. Do you know that you have family members in heaven? Oh, Jesus. These people that we're talking about, angels, is your family members? (laughs) It is common property. Because it is one father. That's why the Bible calls God the father of spirits. It is, it is one property. It, you are one family. You are one family. It is the same expectation. One of the family members one day, they put Peter in prison. They first of all put James in prison. And, and, and the people were quiet about it. James, solid man of God. Anointed man of God. They kept him in prison. Everybody was saying, James, this man walked with Jesus. He will come out now. Uh, he didn't come out. They killed him. And when the church saw that James was dead, his head separated from his body, and the thing pleased the people, 
Herod was happy about it. And Herod said, let us also take Peter. They took Peter, kept Peter in the prison. When they put Peter in the prison, because Herod wanted to please people, one of our family members came. And when he came, see, there were three doors in the prison. There was the prison warden. There were many junctions. So it's not just you open gate, you now see prisoner. No. You open gate, you see gate. You open gate, you now see another gate. Before you now see the prisoner. Guess where they kept Peter? In between two soldiers. They put chain, one hand, attaching to the other soldier. Another chain, one hand, attaching. Our family member came. This guy came. He walked through the gates. The Bible says when he came, light filled the entire prison. And when he smote Peter by the side, the Bible says the chain fell. This one is your brother. He's one of your family members. <laughs> you don't know where you are coming from. That's why I'm telling you that when you say there is a mighty supply and these people are running, it's family. It's something that is doing them. When you say, um, 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 when you say things like um, the, um, money comets, when you say money comets unto me, and you see that things are aligning for you, you think it's ordinary. It's your family members walking this thing for you. Let me tell you, I believe in the ministry of angels because this thing happened in the New Testament. This our family member came, passed through those doors, smote Peter, Peter rose up, and See, the Bible did not say that as they were going, eh, the, the doors started to open. No. It was when they got to the last door that the door opened. When the door opened, the Bible says that Peter now came to his consciousness. See, see what happened. The ability, Peter walked through closed doors. What happened is that he took property of one of his family members. Because if this my family member can pass through closed doors, me too. Because it is same property. It's family now. It's same property. I can also pass. Our master, our senior brother, one day looked at Peter and said, come now. Jesus, uh, Peter said, if you are the one, if you are the one, brother, tell me to come. And it's the same Peter. This Peter has seen this. <laughs> and Jesus now said, Peter, come. And Peter began to walk on water. He adopted one of the properties of our family member. So, if, if you understand the fact that you are from a family, you are seated, you are not going to be operating like a normal person. Things are happening. You are employing your family members from here and there. They are working for you. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? I'm infusing confidence in your spirit. Because for those of you who are thinking you need a man to help you fight your battle, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's not true. It's not true. Look, look. You family members what God has ordained around you may your eyes be open to see that more are around you than more that is against you may your eyes be open to see these things may your eyes be open to see it family <laughs> so don't think that there are people who are out there you see Bishop Boedipo bless God for him know that this is family member I can do this one too Jesus said greater works will you do all of us, when the people, when the animals entered the ark, alright, and there was a great flood, were the people inside the ark, were they rowing the boat? Were there some rowing the boat and some were chilling, drinking wine upstairs? Everybody was chilling. It's the same property. As they were, 
They were in the ark. There was no flying boat outside. We are all together in this thing. We are united by one spirit. So when you see somebody do exploit, know it's one of your properties. So when the Bible says walk, the Bible is saying, can we use, go back to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Use the amplified version. Alright, Ephesians 4 verse 1. Let's read it together. Everybody want to go. I therefore, the prisoner for the Lord, appeal to and beg you to walk. Lead a life worthy of the divine calling to which you have been called with behavior that is a credit to the summons. Wait. Hey God. He said, see, the Bible says walk worthy. He didn't say walk to become worthy. See, scripture did not say walk so that you will attain worth. No. The sitting is the worth. When I told you that sitting means coronation, that worthiness is where you were crowned. So when when, when you read Ephesians 4 verse 1 saying, walk worthy, he's saying walk based on who you are. Unto who you are. Look at your neighbor and say, unto who you are. So, so you are not walking to become. No, 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 no. You are. So he's now saying, walk worthy. So look at this now. He says, with, he said, with behavior. That is a what? That is a credit to the summons. There is a summons. And that summons is the summons of what? So if you read Ephesians 1, 2, 3, Ephesians 1, 2, 3 is not telling you to do anything. Ephesians 1, 2, 3 is actually telling you who you are. So if you read Ephesians 1, 2, 3, it's not saying do anything. It's not saying walk. It's not, it's not even saying be. It's not saying stand. It's not saying fight. It says just know who you are. First of all, know who you are. You know, just like when you want to, <laughs> when a man wants to toast a woman. Are you following me now? He wants to toast a woman. You don't start putting expectations on the girl first. Not be so. No, it's not expectations first. You begin to talk about how beautiful you are. You are awesome. Whether you are like this or you are like that, you are still awesome. Whether you go to the left, you are awesome. What are you doing? That's what? (laughs) Who's said? That's coronation. He said, your hand is like this. You are still the fairest of them all. This is the way your leg is, but you are man of God. Is that not what you told her? You are there is the, the one who is fatter than you is too fat. The one who is thinner than you is too thin. You know you know that line? It's what? It's what? Even if her hair is like sponge, you say it's so penned, it's so awesome. You're, it's what? It's not the time to begin to tell you, the woman that uh, there's a calling on my life and that calling, there's a way that this calling has to accommodate someone like you. You have to fit in because you must be chiseled into this calling. Eh, eh. You begin to tell the person you are beautiful. That's where you start from. My dear brothers, let's follow the efficient plan. You eh? say eh? what? I got it, Abby. Let's follow what? The efficient plan. Mm, let's follow the efficient plan. You tell the person how beautiful he, the person is first. Tell her how beautiful she is first. So you see, the efficient plan will tell you how good you are. 
that will now instruct you to walk worthy. The father, when that boy who said, I want all my inheritance, the prodigal father story, Abby, when the boy left, and some of you are saying prodigal son, he's actually the father who was prodigal because the man kept giving. He said, you, I will teach you how to give. Come and take. You spent it. Come back and take. You spent it. Come back and take. You sp- some of you are thinking you have finished all the things God gave you. It's a lie. There is more. He's saying, come and take. Come and take. Do you understand what I'm saying? Come and take. I gave you three million. You wasted it as if you, you can't account for it. Come and take again. Come and take again. Come and take again. Our father is like that. He's prodigal. He gives like that. He gives like that. Until you learn. Hmm? Go and share. You take. Instead of sharing, you eat it. He said, come, take, share. He said, he who gives seed to the sower, who is the one giving the seed? Are you the one? Why are you contending for his position? It's not your position. So he said, come and take. Now, this boy, when, when he went, useless his life, came back after a long time. What did the father do? The first thing he did was to put a garment on the boy. What was that worth? It was another coronation. That this is who you are. Somebody is saying, Pastor Phil, all this in him, every time in him, every time in him, in him, in him, uh, in him. If you don't want to know position and you think, you see, we're talking about issues here. There are issues that plague the society. That's what we're talking about. And you pastors are saying, in him, in him, in him, in him. Together, together, we are seated to him. Oh, yeah, go and solve the issues now. <laughs> go and solve the issues. Go and solve the issues. We, see, can I advise when we become parents, man of God, your (laughs) children, our kids are there with us for a short while. After a while, they will go. Just like you are not with them now. You too, you have gone now. Some of you are saying, Lord, when my turn, it will come, don't worry. Your turn will come. But as a parent, one of the most important things that you give your child. It's not really education. They can get education from anybody. It is what? What? That thing is what almost nobody can do apart from you who is the parent. Because that season of building worth in the life of your child is what your child will use to overcome when he goes out. If you look at children who didn't grow up with worth, there's a way they are. They can't help it. There's a way they are. I grew up believing that I could do anything because of what my dad told me. The words that I heard him say to me. I grew up believing that I could become anything. That I am free to be all that I want to be. And you know the best time to give your children worth is when they come with a bad result. That's the best time. When they mess up, that's when you tell them who they are. Lesson 101 for parenthood. Are you getting what I'm saying? This thing we're talking about, worth, hmm? that you were crowned, that this is who you are, it will influence the way you behave. It will influence the way you walk. Put that scripture for me. It will influence the way you are walking. So, it says, to which you have been called with behavior 
Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? He said, with behavior that is a credit to the summons. A behavior that is a what? That is a credit. It's a reflection of the summoning. The grace that called you to sit is also the grace that will empower you to walk. It is the same grace sponsoring your sitting and walking. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? So it says in behavior, that summoning, that thing they say, come, sit, or you go. You're going is in credit to when they first called you. Come. And they crowned you. Take. It's the same character. Let's use a very good example. A very young lady, you know, she's growing and she's, she's, she's prospect in her life. It's prospect. And one young guy who wants to relocate to Nigeria comes all the way from Canada. And you know, he meets this lady standing um, 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 in front of the, you know where they sell things like um, bole. Yeah, the lady is standing there. And the guy drives past and he reverses. And when he reverses, he comes down from the car and says, hello young girl. Or maybe he's from the UK. I don't know how to fake the British accent, but I'll try. Or maybe I should call Maureen to do it for me. You know, hello, young girl. How are you? And then the girl is saying, huh? <laughs> There are more important issues in my life now <laughs> than how are you. But before you know it, this guy convinces the girl. And you know, where are you going? I'm going to my house. He said, Come, let me take you out for lunch. Can is this girl for lunch? And before you know it, they are going. They are going for lunch. She's already in the car. I'm not pumping. Amen. This guy I'm talking about, born again, no? Holy Ghost filled. Scripture knowing. Fire inside. Hmm? What? Bam. He has bam. Mm-hmm. So he's, a, he's an all-rounder. Hmm? All the complete. Hmm? <laughs> And then before you know, they are going for lunch and he's driving this girl. And before you know, the girl notices that they are going towards the airport. He said, ah, wait, 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 wait. Where are we going? He said, we're going to the airport. He said, not be lunch, you talk. He said, don't worry, I'm taking you to Lagos. We'll just have lunch and we'll be back. And you know. Yeah. The, what is the, give me the, give me the appropriate response for, from the girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, this one is not a tongue matter now. Wonder. Hmm? I'm looking for the right response. Wow. <laughs> for lunch, just lunch, they are going to Lagos four points. Yeah. The girl is saying to herself, What is happening to me? Hmm? Before you know it now, you know, private jet something. Are you following? You know? Hmm. Private jet something before they are, before you know it in thirty minutes they are in Lagos before you know it helicopter on top of uh, uh, are you following what I'm saying? Zubranda, as I'm talking, your minds are enlarged. <laughs> and then he, he are you following? 
He now takes her, they have the lunch and they say, what time is your coffee? You say, my coffee, my father said 7.30. Don't worry. He say, don't worry. Even if you come by past 8, I will buy gifts for your dad. You save daddy for the inconveniences. You know, you can have this one or two gold wristwatch. Are you following? What would the man be saying? Be coming late every day. <laughs> All of a sudden, after lunch, before you know it, her wardrobe has changed. The way she thinks has changed. Uh-uh. Private jet from Bolet to private jet. Are you following what I'm saying? This something is not really together. You see, when God wants to bless you, it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. That's why I'm telling many of you, what connects what God is about to do with what you know? What connects your hairstyle with your brain? <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What is the connection? Eh? Look, whether you do punk or you wear cap like Pastor Adi, it cannot add to what is in in there. Are you following? Hmm? It cannot add it. Or you perm the hair, you do do Team Natural. There's the one they call Team Natural. You know? And it's as strong as sponge. But if that girl is bright, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If she's bright, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm feeling free. There's an utterance. There is, there is something that is just coming out. Sorry, sorry. Look, her brain, you cannot change it. You don't need to like her hairstyle. She's smart, she's smart. Mm, so there's no connection. There's no connection between Bolet Spot and the private jet. God is working something. But now, that guy who called her and took her to a different life entirely, it is summoning. All that thing he was doing for, he was building wealth in the woman. Hmm? Where was the girl going to eat before? Mama something. Or Bole. Where they were selling Pomo and those. Are you following? You see, it's not as if the Pomo lost value. It's, it's just that the person who called her is greater. That's oh, idea. I don't know if you are understanding what I'm saying. So one of the guys, one of the guys, she now came back. The, that guy from Canada came and said, I'll be back in a few days. So we'll talk more because we're going somewhere. The guy said, let's get there fast. <laughs> what are you talking about? Amen. Don't you like good thing? What's the problem? Yeah. So, so, so. Look. Then another guy now comes. One of the guys who is just like a fly perching around her. Like. Like. Sorry, I'm sorry, you. I'm sorry, I don't know what is happening to my mouth today. <laughs> you know, but one of the guys around her said, Oh, yeah, now, Bita, let's go to that place now. Huh? <laughs> no, I made sure I use Binta because I don't know any Binta here. But in case your name is Binta, Pastor Phil loves you. He now tells her, Oh, yeah, Binta, let's go there now. Mm. There's something else that called me, it's stronger than this call. There is a summoning that is greater than this summoning. This summoning is, ah, you are a nice guy, but you were summoned by the king of kings. There are some things that are calling you. You will not, you are not answering, not because that thing does not have power. Or not because that thing is not fine. But you are more in touch with the personality of the higher summoning. 
You are more in touch with it. You are more in touch with your reality that you are seated. Your coronation. You don't understand. I hope you do. You will never see yourself as small. Never. He said, walk worthy. Walk worthy of the calling. He said, walk worthy. Behave like this is who you know you are. Is you are not a you wanna be. No, 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 no. You are not. You are. You are. So why will you do business and that business is not working? Do you know who is touching the business? Hallelujah. I don't have time to go. You know, I told you that I will start, but I may not finish, right? So we'll stop here. But I want you to understand something. That your positioning, your coronation, is the key to the way you will behave. You are not sicknesses. You are feeling symptoms in your body and you are listening to the voice. Don't follow the emotions. There's a greater summoning of supernatural healing and health. I hope all these examples I use will sit this thing inside your spirit. Something stronger called you. Something more powerful called you. Something more effectual called you. Something greater called you. Somebody say, I hear, I hear, I hear. Something more profound has called you. He called you. He called you. You are not, you are not, a, you are not a road uh, bypasser or something. No, no, no. Hallelujah. Um, um, maybe on Wednesday, I'm going to go deeper in this because this teaching has not finished. Though. In fact, I'm just introducing. But maybe on Wednesday, I'll go deeper into this thing. I will tell you how to really walk. Hallelujah. But let your mind shift. Let your mind shift. That there was a coronation. That this coronation, even though your senses is not aware of it, it happened. It happened. You are sitting down on something that is... Ah, somebody, a big man calls you. You think to enter the presence of God is a problem. Even when God called, all the sons of God come, Satan too followed him. Satan was there. He followed. The Bible says the sons of God gathered. Lucifer was one of them. I'm not talking about before the fall, after the fall. So to come and approach God in his presence is not the issue. The issue is now when God is saying, well, yeah, come and sit down. Eh? To sit down where? See, the Bible says that God has given all judgment to the son. John chapter 5 verse 22. The throne, he said, thy throne, O God, is forever. We're talking about one throne here. Who is sitting on that throne? Who? It is God and Christ. But guess what? Not just the two of them. (laughs) You know, there's a throne that is eternal, that is of God. But there's a human sitting on that throne. Have you thought about the fact that you've been merged into the Trinity? Have you thought about it? God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. Trinity. Have you thought about that you who joined Jesus Christ? Now when they say Trinity, you are part of I know your mind is too small to accept it all. But it says you are joint heirs. With him. You are fellow heirs. In capacity, you and Jesus are together. He said, greater works will you do. So you are looking at some people, you are saying, this one is not my mate. It's a lie. You are mates. You are mates. Capacity-wise, delivery-wise, you are probably not 
up to speed. You have to catch up now. You will walk worthy. That's why I told you, look at this thing like photo album of your family members. Some of you, your, your heavenly family members, who when they show, when they appear, I hope you know there are some angels that look very scary. They are not to behold at all. That's what I'm telling you. All those pictures of cute angels, little baby, tiny, teeny with surrounding baby Jesus. Not be so. <laughs> it is not so. There are some angels that have different features from the way the normal ones look. Those are your family members. I bow my knees to God and to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. Yeah. And you know, you know the greatest honor? The greatest honor is that all these people are serving you. We share the same property, but they are all for your service. You know, I told you before that the, mo- the day you got saved, and when they say his train filled the temple, when the Holy Spirit came, he came with a train. He came with a train of capacity. You have angel attachments to you. Those of you who employ escorts, police are following you everywhere, policemen following you everywhere. That's the way you have angels around you. This is not joke. It is when we get to heaven, our eyes are open. We see the things that were supposed to have used, but we did not use. Because we didn't know. We didn't know. The ministry of angels will work on your behalf. Yeah. This thing I'm saying is not even joke. It's not even joke. Because I see God reorchestrating physical obstacles. Physical. Physical obstacles that nobody can reach. How can how come Peter? How come Peter? Paul, at least Paul was even gracious. When the angel came, loose Paul. Paul stayed and said, so that they will not kill this man. Let me be here. How can somebody pass through locked doors? Physical obstacles. Whatever is difficult for you. Hmm? You know when John was in the wilderness and he was preaching, people were coming from the city, people were coming from the town and they came to the wilderness to look for John. So somebody is telling me, he said, Pastor Phil, my office is in uh, my office is in Lube, my office is in um, where is very far? Eh? Jiboji? Yeah, that place. <laughs> Say, Pastor Phil, my office is there. Do you know, see, do you know how, like magnets, people in the city will look for you? Do you know how this thing is going to happen? It's the summonings of angels. The summonings of angels. See, you are like a seed. Let me explain this thing to you. You are like a seed. Do you know what a seed does? When you plant a seed, what does the seed do? It is magnets. It pulls nutrients to itself. That's who you are. You are an attraction. You are a force to be reckoned with. I go into a place. I'm commanding things. Elements are working for me. The elements are working for me. The sun, including the moon. There is never a bad time. No. No, 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 no. Something is trying to do like this. I'm saying, no, 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 no. I'm not following. My life is hid in Christ. In him I live. Acts 17.28 In him I move and in him I have my being. I move in him. I don't move in my motions. Something is going off and you think you too have to go off? 
no, 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 no. You will call it back and say, no, this is where my life is going. No. Because in him I live, in him I move, and in him I have my being. Is somebody hear what I'm saying? So there's going to be supernatural orchestrations for you. Those of you who think you are too far, you cannot be heard. You know, like I said last Sunday, they will find you. They will look for you. And they will call for you. It doesn't matter where your business is. You don't need signboard in this matter. It's not about that something. It's not. No. It's not about the signboard matter. Signboard is good. Publicity is good. All that is fine. But the race is not to the swift. Not the battle to the strong. Not bread to men who have wisdom or understanding. No, 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 no. It's a time and chance happens to them all. It's not of him that will it, nor of him that run it. But God who shows mercy. If we want to, if we, TSP is not growing by doing all the right things. But the right things are coming to us. And the right results are coming to us. You see, hey, look, 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 look. You will not need to do everything that people thought you have to do to achieve the result that those things you do will produce. Why? Because there's going to be an orchestration. It's a supernatural something. It's a divine something. He says, so he says, walk according to the calling. Rise on your feet, everybody. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. And for more information about the Standpoint Church, visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj, twitter.com slash standpointabj, instagram.com slash standpointabj, and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj.